It was finally here, our favorite week of the year, family camp. We have been going to Okaboji Lutheran Bible Camp for a lot of years. Some of the reasons, or one of the reasons it's our favorite family vacation is because we have a son, Corey, who has special needs. And when he was little, staying in a hotel was not an option. That obviously limited our family vacations, so until dear friends told us about family camp. Some of the things that we love about family camp are we get to go hang out with church friends for an entire week. We um, get to meet new friends and get to see them year after year. They have awesome counselors there who love on the kids and frankly love on the whole family. And Corey got to experience Bible camp, which wouldn't have happened otherwise. This particular year was extra special because we were going Corey's birthday week. And if, as if things couldn't get even better, um, his birthday would fall on the Wednesday free day when we go to Arnold's Park. That meant that we got to go to an amusement park with our camp friends, lots and lots of counselors, and ride rides on his actual birthday. So it's Tuesday night before his birthday, and Corey starts vomiting. In the past, this has always been an indication of severe constipation and has always ended up with an ER visit at a minimum and oftentimes a hospital stay. My heart sank. Um, after several bouts of vomiting, we decided to try to go to bed. And Corey said he wanted to sleep with me. This was unusual because dad is his go-to. Mike is so much better at these things than I am. With the medical stuff, I get so wrapped up in what's happening, I forget about Corey. But not Mike. He zeroes right in on him. He sings to him. He talks to him. He finds creative ways to distract him. But for whatever reason, this time, Corey decided he wants to hang out with me. So we crawl into bed. And as we're doing that, I get this overwhelming sense to pray for God to heal him. And I get an even more overwhelming feeling that he's, he can really do it. So I tuck Corey into bed, I put my hand on his tummy, and my prayer sounds something like this. Dear God, I know that you can heal Corey. As you well know, tomorrow is his birthday, and he's very excited to get to spend it with his camp friends. But if there is someone in the ER or in the hospital who needs to be blessed by him, I surrender that to you. In the same way that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew that you could save them from the fiery furnace, I know you can heal Corey. But just as they said, even if you didn't, they would still worship you. I will trust you, I will worship you, and I will continue to tell people how awesome you are, even if you don't heal him. But if you do, I will share what you have done with the camp. So we go to bed, or as I finish praying, Corey has gotten into that beautiful, calming rhythm of sleep. And as I watch him, I soak in that peace, and I too drift off. We wake up in the morning, and I realize that when I prayed, the vomiting stopped. God heard me. He reached down. He touched Corey, and he healed him. Oh my goodness, this really happened. Corey got up, he went to the bathroom, the constipation was released. He ate the same breakfast he's eaten every morning of his life, 
and he went on to have an awesome birthday celebration. Corey has been sick like that a lot of times. I have never felt the level of confidence I felt that night. I knew that I knew that I knew that God could heal him. You know how they say you only need a mustard seed of faith to move a mountain? I didn't even have a mustard seed of doubt that God could do this. And as I look back now, I realize that I was so full of God's Holy Spirit that there was no room for me, no room for doubt, no room for anything that could detract from my belief. The problem was that now I had to live up to my end of the bargain. I live in a family full of people who love the stage, to the point that our oldest son is a stand-up comedian. I am not among them. <laughs> I enjoy watching every single one of them perform, but I am not a fan of the spotlight, as you can well tell. In addition, I can talk about God without crying, I can talk about Corey without crying, but when I talk about the two of them, I am a hot mess, to quote my southern friends. But I, it, was, it was something that I had to do. So I approached the pastor who was the speaker for the week. I told him I needed a couple of minutes to share our story with the camp. I did. It was not pretty. But God got the glory. So my point in telling you all of this is to let you know that the God who worked miracles back in the Bible continues to do so today. I could spend the whole rest of the night telling you more stories about the miracles we've been blessed to witness. And I hope to one day write a book because it, it, it just tells such a great God story. But all of those miracles took, evolved over time. They took a lot of years to see the outcome. For example, Corey was never supposed to speak. But at the age of five and a half, he and God decided it was time. And interestingly enough, his first sentence was, I'm happy today. He was also born with a heart condition that was the best we could hope for is that it would plateau and not get any worse. But it got better over time until we were ultimately discharged from the pediatric cardiologist because there was no evidence that it had ever been anything but strong and healthy and awesome. But those took a lot of years to see the outcome. This one happened in a moment. So just as Jesus people, healed people in the Bible over time and in a moment, they, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, still do. <laughs> 